0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and thank you for uh, joining in to take a listen as to what's going on this week in the market. Uh, A lot of moves being made out there and uh, a lot of price action as well. But uh, before we get into it, just want to make sure that uh, you guys are aware that we're doing the uh, investing challenge where we're putting $200 a week into a stock that we pick on the, uh, the Facebook group. And uh, that's going on at the uh, Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook, so just go ahead and go over there. Uh, make sure you're joining the group and then that you are uh, voting on the, your favorite stock pick for that week before the uh, the Saturday close. That's what we're looking to do right now. Um, so yeah, that's going on, uh, but please make sure you're liking, subscribing, and uh, sharing the podcast with other people that uh, might be interested in investing or getting started and getting their um, their Profit and their their the money right for the the year going forward, so we can really put uh, that money to work and have it uh, do something for us. Uh, I know it's been rocky out there right now, but we're gonna try to uh, smooth out some of those dips and see where we can buy and make some uh, make some moves here to get some things done and uh, and go forward uh, and make the year look a little bit better than it has thus far because it uh, it has been rocky to get going. But uh, all right, so uh, last week we were talking about the the Nasdaq. And uh, some of the trends I was seeing, some of the sell off that we had, I believe it was last Monday, might have been Tuesday. Uh, no, I think it was Monday, where we had the the Nasdaq fall uh, almost five percent in a day, and then just dramatically turn around and somehow close in the green. Uh, that had me look at that chart to see that the uh, that thirteen thousand two hundred, I think we touched thirteen one eighty roughly in the Nasdaq uh, on that day and then we turned around and we we had closed up. Um you know, so now on Friday I saw a similar pattern where we retested some of those lows but we did not go below that low. We got to about 13278 on Friday and then we rallied up from there to close at 13770. Um for you know, a 3% day on the gain or 3% gain on the day. Can't talk and, um, you know, that definitely shows me that we had some support again at that level. We didn't break below it. We found that support. We rallied off of it. Um, you know, we had the Fed talk about, you know, they're they're doing some different things. They're going to be, uh, you know, continuing the taper. They're going to be, you know, looking to uh, raise the rates as we've already known. They're definitely telegraphing what they're going to do beforehand and ultimately making it known. As to what's happening, so no one's getting the rug pulled out on you know under their feet when it does happen. We're knowing what's going on, so you know thanks for the the Fed to actually show us what they're going to do. Hopefully, they stick with what they said, but uh, ultimately, you know the the rates probably do need to be raised. You know the the free money and all needs to be turned off, and the the market's got to sustain itself. But um, you know so we're, we're we're digesting all of this, we're taking it all in. Um, a lot of this easy money and things that have worked in the past are not going to be working, you know, going forward. So we've got, uh, some different, different changes, you know, in, in 2020, uh, you know, this, the SPACs, the, anything that was shorted, anything that looked like it was going to be bankrupt, you could buy any name and at least ride the momentum for a couple weeks. Um, that's over. That is completely over. SPACs are out of favor. No one wants to touch them. Uh, anything that is you know heavily shorted was kind of a target before for uh, you know you know a good in short-term investment or a trade. That's you know kind of over at the moment. We're we're not seeing that uh, appetite for those types of stocks. Uh, when I look at like Matterport and Sofi, that they have a short interest from the the big hedge funds that are looking to make money off of them as they're going down. You know that's it in the thirty percent range. Uh, a short on those. And they've been out of favor. They can't get any kind of footing. You know, the Wall Street bets crowd isn't coming in to save the day. There's, there's, there's none of that going on. Um, the things I'm seeing right now is quality and uh, you know overall market, broad market indexes, ETFs. Uh, we're still seeing some banks. We're still seeing some energy holding up pretty well, but quality names are what is going to work right now in this market. Uh, so that's what I'm definitely seeing. Uh, we did have uh, a couple bits of information and quarterly reports come out this week. I'm going to go over a couple of the big ones here. I know there's a lot of different information coming out this week. But uh, first off, Microsoft, their, uh, their results definitely helped hold this level in the NASDAQ. If they would have had a bad earnings, we probably would have gone through that floor, that 13,200 level. Uh, I definitely think we would have broke it. But um, so Microsoft's low on Monday you know, that day that we had the sell off was 274. They closed at a high of 295 and then kind of traded up and down throughout the week. But then on Friday, they found support at that that low, that uh, Monday's high level of 295 was their low level on Friday. So they were at 295 as a low, they closed the day at 308. So we're talking, you know, $34 between Monday and and uh friday for microsoft this is a big name this isn't one that normally is this rocky and up and down um but i do like to see that we had that support at 295 on on friday we didn't drop below that level that we were set as uh that high on monday and uh hopefully we can go from there and get back to some of these highs that we had before Uh, a lot of targets on this one in the 360 to 380 range i do think we're going to get back there i think it might take some time but they got a lot of good things going. They had that deal with uh, active, excuse me, Activision that uh, is you know might have a little bit of regulatory problems, but a lot of the uh, different businesses that they have are uh, are growing. The Azure, uh, you know, cloud computing looks good. Surface numbers are up, you know, eight percent. Windows is up about twenty five percent. Intelligent cloud the revenues up twenty six percent year over year. A lot of different positives for this one. Uh, they turned around those numbers on the surface. Those were negative. I believe it was in quarter four. And now they're a positive, Al- albeit it's you know single digits, but it's high single digits. I will take that. That is you know the lowest number that I saw on the upside for them. Uh, so definitely a good thing. Uh, Apple also doing pretty well in this quarter. They had a, uh, a record high earnings for the first quarter. Um, 34.6 billion is the, high, the, the highest that they've ever had in a quarter. Uh, first time being over 30 billion on sales of 123.9 billion in the quarter. Um, so a, a lot of good things there. You know, iPad looked good and, uh, you know, a, a bunch of the different services that they offer looked good. There wasn't any uh, big hiccups or letdowns there. And another one that uh, had a pretty solid week. Uh, I didn't break down the numbers on this one, but I know that we had gone. Um, where were we? We were down in the upper 150s, which is kind of that part or that point where I was really looking for probably lower 150s to to start making some buys. It did not get there. Uh, I did not buy this one, but 159 was a was a solid drop from their high of 182. Uh, you know, earlier in January. So we're down. Uh, About 23 bucks in uh, in a couple weeks, so you know we did have a bit of a correction. PE's down to 26. I think we were trading about 32 times a short while back, and uh, you know a little bit more information out there, a little bit more insight as to where they're going, what they're doing. Uh, They are going to be the the three children dollar company to uh, contend with. You know, right now they're at 2.8. But they are massive. Uh, you know they're the biggest one out there right now. and when Microsoft and Apple have a good quarter, you know the NASDAQ does well. The QQQ does well. A lot of different uh, index funds do well based on the fact that Apple and Microsoft are such a large holding for a lot of different funds. Um, so that being said, if you're looking to get into some growth, uh, these are always good names to buy. I did find a uh, the QQQ is a fund that holds a bunch of different growth stocks, a bunch of different tech, and that uh, 340 on that uh, share price was about the low when the NASDAQ dropped to those 13,200 levels. So if you're looking at the QQQ, you want a broad market price or uh, index, that 340 range is where you really want to be buying in, in my opinion. Uh, If I was going to look to add to that, that's where I'd be buying right now like I said, this quarter gave us uh, a lot of different insight and in knowing that uh, there's still this appetite for tech and software. And ultimately, I think people are still going to be buying it and looking for growth uh, compared to some of the other players in the market. So if you're looking for that, QQQ covers a lot of them. Uh, I'll pull up what's in that portfolio. But that 340 level is where I'm looking at adding uh, to this one. It's currently at 352. So a small drop will get us back in there. And uh, let me pull up the portfolio really quick. I know we've talked about it before, but doesn't hurt to cover. Um, so, yeah, first two, Apple, Microsoft. And, um, you know, 11% of it is Apple. 10% of this holding is Microsoft. So, you know, you got about a fifth of QQQ is going to be between Apple and Microsoft. And then we've got a mix of Amazon, uh, Meta, or Facebook. Tesla, NVIDIA, Google, Broadcom, Adobe. So a bunch of big names in there. Good way to get your money spread out. You're still very heavy in Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, Tesla. Um, So that's probably about uh, 20, 35-ish percent of the fund in those five names. So if you're looking to get into those, want to spread your money out, and don't necessarily just want to buy a little bit of one each time. You can just put your money straight into QQQ. And they'll automatically split it up for you. You're going to be holding all these different names by uh, just buying one simple uh, ETF here. Um, you know, going forward, we had uh, you know some different results. And where did I put my phone? I'm going to try to pull up my Webull portfolio. Uh, so we uh, we're buying the different uh, stocks from the uh, investing challenge, and right now we've got uh, four names in it. We've got uh, NVIDIA, we've got Ford, Visa, and we have Microsoft. And now we definitely had a, uh, a big sell-off in NVIDIA, big sell-off in Ford since we originally had uh, added these to the portfolio. Uh, Visa, I think we're doing all right on that one. And Microsoft, we're, we're doing okay there too. Um, but let me pull up this portfolio and see how we are doing. I know we want to keep track of it as to what's going on. Um, so NVIDIA, our original investment of 200 bucks is currently worth $153. We're down 23%. Um, you know, that one did hurt. I talked about this one possibly falling. Uh, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do after we bought it as, uh, you know, most times when I'm looking at NVIDIA, it just seems expensive. And then every time that I want to buy it, it, uh, I, or I go to buy it, then it's going to drop. So that one, that one doesn't really surprise me. It kind of stinks, but uh, I, I did go ahead and I bought more in my brokerage account because I, I don't think these price, these low prices are going to last there. Uh, Ford, we are down 16.8%. Our $200 is worth $166. You know, this doesn't sound so hot so far, but it's been a rough month. Uh, Visa. We are up here. Our $200 is now up 5.47%. Currently $210.94. And then Microsoft, that we bought last week on Monday on that dip day, um, is currently up 8.27%, and it's worth $216. So that one, uh, you know, like I said, normally isn't going to move that much in a week. Microsoft, 8% in a week isn't normal anymore. Uh, it takes a lot to move that large of a ship uh, up or down. and uh, ultimately we we probably won't see that big of a run in a week for a while. and uh, you know it, it's tough to see that one move that far just because of how large they are, especially on really no news, just overall market movements. I mean, granted, they had the quarterly report, but nothing uh, drastically bad came out that they were getting sued or that they uh, you know were going through some big litigation type. Type deal, bringing them down. Uh, But going forward, we are um, going to be buying Shopify on Monday. We're buying two hundred dollars from the Week Five Investing Challenge, and uh, that one is going to be purchased around lunchtime. I like to buy around, you know, middle of the day. Take some of the uh, the market volatility out from Monday morning. Let the market digest some of what's going on from the uh, the weekend and a couple days of news, and then I'll go ahead and buy that one. Uh, I do think that one's going to be a good one. So thank you guys for voting and uh, also make sure you're voting on the next one. I will be putting that up later today and it'll be uh, open until next Saturday. So go ahead and get your votes in and uh, let's see what we can't get added to the uh, portfolio for week six. And uh, I'll be right back. We're going to talk about what uh, stocks we're going to be voting for on the week six challenge. And uh, also the the different things that I'm buying in my brokerage right now and where I am looking to put some money into uh, play. So uh, stick around and I'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, so we are looking at setting up uh, for this long-term portfolio for this uh, investing challenge. Um, like I said, it's been pretty rough out there as far as what the market's been doing in January. I, I do think we're gonna see a bit of a turnaround here. Uh, I think a lot of this news is getting baked in. So if you are in the red, um, know that you're not alone. Um, the uh, the Webull portfolio that we got set up for the investing challenge, I know I just went over it, but that one I did want to point out, it is down 7.5% in a month, which is, uh, which is brutal. And uh, ultimately, if I were going to be um, strictly looking at these companies long-term, I would then be buying more of them as, uh, as I went forward. I would be adding to NVIDIA. I would be adding to Ford if I was really looking to build a position there. Um, so in my my brokerage, I, I know I said I was looking at adding NVIDIA. I did go ahead and uh, actually buy some shares in my brokerage account. Um, so that one, I, I'm not adding to it in the Webull portfolio. I did start a position in the E-Trade account that I have. Um, so that one I am bullish on. I do think they're going to do well long-term. Uh, I think a lot of the chip stocks are getting punished right now on some more supply chain problems. There's, uh, there's definitely some more issues out there. Um, but that being said, I want to say that I am dollar cost averaging in other ways. I'm leaving it in this uh, the, the Webull portfolio for the standpoint of in this investing challenge. I want to show what we can do over a year and uh, ultimately see where that goes compared to the you know, the broad market averages, the S&P, the NASDAQ, or the Dow. But uh, you know, some different things that I did buy, uh, I, I did say that Matterport and SoFi had a lot of short interest on them. I did buy more of that, bought some more DraftKings, Caterpillar, Enbridge, Enphase, uh, Nvidia, CrowdStrike, Starbucks, I bought some more. Um, Enphase again, Chevron, and you know, the list kind of goes on. That's what I was looking at buying this week. I did put a good bit of new money into, into play and uh, wanted to to lower my cost average on some of these and uh, build that position. So, for companies like Enphase that had a, a high of about 270, 280, and now it's at 120. I think that is drastically oversold. And I don't think it's going to stay down here for long. It is a high conviction name of mine. I do think it's going to do well long term. And uh, ultimately, now is a good time to build a position. So I went ahead and bought. Um, Is it going to make money tomorrow? Is it going to make money next month? I don't know. you know, But that's not what my goal is. This is uh, ultimately building a portfolio that's going to served me well in five, 10 years. So that's what I'm looking to do on these names that I have high conviction in. So uh, I did go ahead and do that. Um, I don't want to neglect crypto. I know we haven't really talked about it so much here lately. It is getting beat down. It is hurting there. I've definitely got bigger losses in crypto than I do in my brokerage right now. Uh, Ultimately, I do think we found a footing here at uh, some of these different price points. Um, Ethereum currently at 2,611, uh, we, let me go through the one day we got down into the 2150 range there for a while. Uh, we're finding some support there and we're, we're coming back up and ultimately, you know, we, we've been down to these levels, um, you know, not all that long ago, we had a massive run and ultimately I think we're going to get back to those highs when, uh, when the time's right. I do think the NFT craze is real. I do think there's a lot of people that are going to be getting into that more and more. We see partnerships with Visa and MasterCard and other companies. We've seen, you know, Nike and, uh, different retailers looking to build different platforms. You know, the metaverse is still a real thing. Uh, even though it doesn't really feel real, it's still going to be a way of the future for a lot of companies and a lot of our interactions are going to be changed forever. Um, so, you know, Different cryptos like Sandbox and uh, Mana, different things like that are going to have a lot of volatility. They ultimately have a lot of room to go up. And uh, overall, I think there's probably going to be a couple out of every 10 that really do well. So pick your battles, uh, invest in some big ones. If you got a speculative play, feel free if it's money you don't mind losing, but know that you certainly could lose it. It is not foolproof. And uh, definitely, you know, hedge your bets, look at uh, what big positions you really want to have and how much you really want to put into your speculative names. Uh, but I will say that uh, a lot of people are going into stable coins uh, to try to hedge against some of the inflation and lower some of their losses versus keeping their money in cash. Uh, you know, with some of the stable coins, you can get 8, 10, 12 percent depending on the the staking that you're doing. So if you just, you know, have a, your, your bank account more or less into stable coins on a flexible lockup, you can still get 8%. Um, So that's one way to, to make some money on cash that you have parked and uh, to, uh, excuse me, ultimately have it do something for you rather than just sitting and and having inflation eat at it left and right. You know, the, uh, you know, Powell did say that uh, the inflation numbers in December were ultimately hotter than expected. It's still running high and uh you know that hurt the market there was some of that talk this past week and uh that it hurt some things we had some more sideways action uh ultimately we know we're gonna do they're gonna do more to try to get those inflation numbers back in check um so any which way you can not be completely tied to the dollar uh, i do think that uh having that diversified approach is going to serve you well but uh, with that being said let's go into the uh, the names that we're looking for into the week six challenge and uh, we've got five new names they are all aristocrats uh, or dividend aristocrats or kings and so for those names for week six are going to be procter and gamble uh, we've got target we've got the uh, walgreen boots alliance and then we have medtronic and then finally we are going to have NEE, which is going to be next era Energy. Uh, so yep, PG Procter and Gamble, uh, TGT for Target, WBA for Walgreen Boots Alliance, and MDT for Medtronic, NEE is uh, Next era Energy. So why did I pick these? Um, like I said, they are all dividend aristocrats, meaning that they have paid uh, an increased dividend for over 25 years where they are increasing that payout on a uh, a yearly basis. They didn't have any years in that time frame where they kept the dividend flat, uh, which means they're going to have that aristocrat status. And then the Kings are over 50 years. So Procter & Gamble, for example, 65 years of dividend increases. I think they've been paying a dividend for about 130 years Uh, but they didn't uh, increase it for 131 years straight. It's a a 65-year run of increased dividends. Um, This one currently at $160, has an upside of 7.5%, a target of $172. And they're going to have names in there. Their brands are going to be like Tide, Vicks, Pepto-Bismol, Downey, uh, Febreze, Loves Diapers, Pampers, uh, Bounty, Charmin. Uh, So if... You know, if you are out there and have never heard of some of these products or don't have at least a couple of them in your house, I'd be very surprised that you don't have anything Procter & Gamble in your house. Um, They're in a little bit of everything consumer that uh, are all the staples of, you know, day to day lives. Um, So I don't think that one's going anywhere in a down environment. They're still going to make money. I watched a uh, interview with their CEO saying that they're in a really good spot. They are increasing their prices. They're passing along some of those uh, increases to customers. And ultimately, uh, everyone is right now. But they felt they have a, a really good position going forward. And uh, I definitely do agree. It is a, a, a smaller upside. They do have a, a 2.2% dividend. So, you know, maybe about 9.7% of uh, upside dividends included on the year forward. Uh, single, high single digits. But uh, you do get a lot of safety. You do get a lot of different brands in that uh, one ticker, and ultimately, I do think it is a very safe place for your money to be. It was one of my first positions, and uh, ultimately, I got out of it. And now, looking back, I probably shouldn't. That should have been a, a long-term hold. But uh, you know, I, I I guess didn't really like where the uh, the stock price was going when I started. And, uh, I bought it. It went down, went down my, you know, psychology on it was it's losing me money when it gets back up. I'm getting out of this name. Um, and that was in the seventies and now it's, you know, at $160. So, um, ultimately it would have saved me or would have, would have done well for me to hold this one. I would have doubled on it. Uh, you know, about five, six years later, but, uh, it didn't happen. So I'm looking to add back into it for the uh, investing challenge and get some safety in there. Um, Next up, uh, next era Energy, they've been increasing their dividend for 25 years. So they're newer to the uh, aristocrat list and they might be 26 years now. Um, So they're going to be doing electric and uh, electric power infrastructure uh, and renewables, including uh, wind and solar in the US and Canada. So they make electricity and they're looking for ways to, to make it better with both wind and solar. And they also have some different uh, electric generation plants as well. 2% 2.1% dividend. Uh, current price is 72. Uh, your upside on this one is 29% for a, uh, a target price of 93.50. Uh, and then speaking of target, we are going to look at target. They are, have been increasing their dividend for 49 years. Current price of two hundred and seventeen dollars. Upside twenty eight percent. Price target on this guy two seventy eight. Uh, and you know, I think everyone knows Target if you're in the U.S. Retail. Um, they've got their store brands. They've got the different clinics, the Minute Clinics, in target, and Target. they've got their credit card. They've got uh, you know a little bit of something for everyone. And uh, you know, they do some different. Uh, some of them have Starbucks. Other ones have different. Uh, like uh, food options in the stores, but uh, they, they've got a lot going on there. Currently a 1.7% dividend and uh, a lot of safety in this big box retail name. Uh, they have really been doing uh, curbside pickups really well. Uh, I know we use it for our needs and anytime we don't need to go in the store, you just order online, you pull up, tell them where you're at and they, they bring your stuff right out to your car, put it right in your trunk for you. So that one I do think they're doing the the curbside really well. They're doing online really well. I do think they're uh, ad- adopting to or adapting to the the different changes out there, really, you know, pretty seamlessly, pretty flawlessly. So that one made the cut for me. Um, Walgreens Boots Alliance. This one is going to be uh, pharmaceutical and uh, also, you know, small. I won't say convenience store, but small grocery. You know, I guess kind of convenience store. But um, they've got a uh, 3.8% dividend, 45 year run of uh, dividend increases, current price of $50.50, 50 9% of upside for a target price of $55. Um, again, retail, wholesale pharmacy. They've got uh, Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, Boots uh, pharmacies, and they are also in, invested into Amerisource, Bergen on the investment side for wholesale pharmaceutical sales so that one uh, also offers some different ways that they're making money outside of their stores and then medtronic is going to round out the five for this week uh currently 2.4 percent of dividend you've got a 43 year run on the dividend here 103 dollars is the current price 24 percent of upside uh for that target price of 128 and they do medical devices they do uh, cardiovascular, they do rhythm for uh, heart health, uh, device-based medical uh, products that uh, ultimately are going to be uh, in the the surgical side of the medical field. Um, like I said, surgical solutions, diabetes products, they've got a lot of different stuff that they offer under their uh, umbrella products as well. I will point out that all, all these are going to be names that uh, ultimately we have to have um, you know, you got some pharmaceutical, you got some medical devices, target for everything you need at home, uh, NextEra Energy for all the power needs that you have to keep your your homes warm and your lights on, and then Procter & Gamble with all the different products that you need to, uh, you know, stay healthy and uh, things like that. So a, a lot of staples, a lot of things that people have to have, quality names that have been paying dividends for more than 25 years and uh, ultimately I think there's a lot of growth left in these and they're very safe, sturdy stocks that are gonna do well uh, in this inflation type environment as people have to have these. Not everyone has to have a Tesla. Um, a lot of people would like to have a Tesla, but you know, not everyone needs one. Not everyone needs to go to Louis Vuitton or you know, pick another name. They're, they're gonna be a lot more luxury type items. These are not. These are gonna be safe stocks that people have to have And uh, ultimately, I think they're going to do well in this environment. So uh, go out there on the Let It Grow Investing page. Uh, Week six, the poll is going to be up top. And uh, get your votes in and we will uh, see how this one plays out. I will be buying Shopify tomorrow for the week five challenge. I will be putting that into the Webull account. Ultimately, I think that one's going to do well for us. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to support the uh, the podcast, that's on the anchor.fm slash let it grow where you can support for as little as 99 cents a month and that would uh, you know mean the world to me I appreciate it if you can't do that uh, please feel free to share the uh, the page and the podcast and make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss anything going on out there but uh, as always thank you and I will catch you guys in the next one and make sure to get your votes in on the let it grow investing page on Facebook for week six uh, take care and I will see you guys on Thursday. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell, and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on eTrade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our anchor.fm webpage until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.